Hello, everybody. Albert Vartanian here, your host of the Homestand Sports Podcast. We have a very special episode today. We have the host of the most electric Toronto Blue Jays podcast, the Gate 14 podcast. Johnny Junta will join us. Uh, if you haven't heard of the Gate 14 Toronto Blue Jays podcast, you'll learn about it now. Gaining a ton of steam, especially here in Toronto, gaining tons of popularity. These guys, uh, Johnny and Avery, putting up podcasts almost every day. Whenever the Jays are playing, you got live streams of them talking about the game. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. They've been doing some great work. They really are um, a voice for the common fan doing some great stuff. So I'll have him on uh, shortly. We'll talk about the Blue Jays, obviously, their chances of making the playoffs. As of recording this, they're only a half game back of the Texas Rangers. And tonight they play the Oakland Athletics. It's Tuesday September 5th. We'll also talk about uh, the Buffalo Boys are doing some good stuff for the Toronto Blue Jays. David Schneider, he's tearing it up. Is he just as good as what he's shown so far? We'll talk about that. Spencer Horwitz and a couple of the other boys who are who are doing business for the Toronto Blue Jays right now. We'll also talk about John Schneider and uh, how Johnny feels about him. Johnny Junta, that is. Um, he's making some questionable decisions lately, taking a lot of heat. But is he the right guy to take the Jays into the promised land, into the playoffs We'll talk about that. Also, uh, here's a, a scheduling note coming up this week on the Homestand Sports Podcast. This Friday, we'll have a full NFL Week 1 weekend preview with our NFL guru, Justin Pooney. Producer Sean McCormick will also join us, so we'll break that down on Friday. That'll drop in the morning. Also, schedule update starting next week. We'll be dropping podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. Obviously, a ton on the NFL with the new season on the horizon. Toronto Blue Jays, uh, MLB Baseball, hockey's going to start up soon. We're going to be touching on everything and also uh, as many guests as we possibly can get on this show. So stay tuned for a ton of homestand sports podcasts coming up in the next few weeks. All right, without further ado, here's myself, Albert Vartanian, with my guest, Johnny Junta of the Gate 14 Podcast. Enjoy. Why Gate 14? Why is that the name? That was the gate I used to enter when I was a kid. I, ah. I, I just try to keep it simple. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I There's obviously a couple names out there. Like a lot of, it just, it meant, it meant a lot to me because I used to go to a lot of Jays games when I was a kid and we used to always enter through Gate 14. So that's just like the first thing I see when I used to go to Jays games when I was growing up. And then you see the, 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 the statues over Gate 14 and stuff like that. I just remember that's like a lot of my childhood right there. So. Uh, I know it doesn't mean anything to Avery, but uh, for me, yeah, that, that's why uh, that's why I started. It was just Gate 14. It was simple, and uh, it's uh, the the first memory I have going to Jays games was seeing that gate and seeing those the the, the statues up there. You remember the, your first game? Uh, no, I don't remember my first game. I don't remember my first game. I, I just remember going to like starting starting to go to Jays games, and I was like five. We used to go like fifteen games a year because they were like two dollar tickets. So oh, they used to be so uh, cheap, dude. Yeah, they used to be so cheap. That that won't happen ever again, unfortunately. No, but no, uh, that's done. Especially if the yeah, teams play. Yeah, that will well. never happen again. But no. Yeah, no, I just remember doing that with my dad and uh my brother and just making tons of memories there, going to batting practice and just uh yeah, just we used to park at the same place, which is like right beside uh on Blue Jays Way. It's like right across the Barberito, I wanna say it's called. But it's yeah. like it, there's like a parking garage right there. We used to park there every single time and then just walk up to gate fourteen. So that's a, like I said, it means nothing to Avery, but to me, it means everything. So sorry, Avery. Hate to see it. Were, were you, you, how old are you? Were you around when the Jays won the world series last? No, I'm 26. So I, I was born in 97. So I, I, I have literally no memories of the Jays being good besides 15 and 16. Oh yeah. So you I, I such a rough patch of bad Jays teams, dude. Frank Catalano days. <laughs> I 
couldn't have had i couldn't have been born at a worse time like probably the first 15 years actually the first 18 years of my life the jays never made the playoffs so wow. i never got to see a playoff team until i was 18 years old yeah yeah i barely i was five when when the jays won in 93 barely remember it but the city was on fire that's like it was yeah, on oh, fire. I, I couldn't imagine the the content we'd create if the jays won the world series you know what it is it johnny be... it's crazy like when the leafs are in the playoffs it's whatever it's wild but i almost feel like when the jays are in the playoffs and oh, making some deep run i think it's bigger year, than the it was a wild card game yeah and it, it was wild card and it was crazy like the stadium around it was insane i don't know it's just like something about like the fall weather too it just adds a little bit to like the element of it but oh man i got it was uh man i just uh, going to a playoff game that was the first chase playoff game i ever went to so that was uh craziest thing i've ever seen all right, so let's 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 segue into that to the Blue Jays. Um, before we get into what's going on, where are you at with the Blue Jays right now? I don't know, man. They're like I always tweet about this. They're like a uh, they're like that ex girlfriend you have, where it's just like when things are going good, they're going really good, and when they're going bad, they're going absolutely terrible. There's just no in between. That's the Toronto Blue Jays are. I, and the thing is, and what really aggravates me about this team, and I know they're whatever, 14 games, 13 games, 500, half a game out of a playoff spot. When they win, they don't give you the satisfaction of winning. They, there is something that happens in this game that makes you sick. For example, yesterday, 3-0 uh, lead against the Oakland Athletics. You're like, all right, we're starting to just dog walk the bad teams. Give it back immediately. Give it back immediately. Tie game. Go to extras against the historically one of the worst teams in MLB history. And then they win in extras, thank God. But it didn't feel like a win. It just it, it didn't feel like they just beat a team because it was such a horrific team that you that Jose Brios pulled 84 pitches, Yimmy Garcia tied gives gives up the lead, tie the tire or whatever. It's just I don't know where I'm at with this team. I just want them to go on a crazy run, and I and hopefully it's starting right now where they just beat the team they're supposed to beat and then beat really good teams. And they haven't really get, they haven't given you that satisfaction of like a seven, eight game win streak. Their biggest win streak this year, I believe is five games. I want to say, no, it's which six, is nothing back in April. It's six. Yeah. Six. So the Royals and the athletics have had more of a winning streak than the <laughs> Toronto blue Jays this year. And they are the worst teams in baseball. Yeah. You can't make any Terrible. sense of it, man. You really can't. I was looking back at last September. Remember they went on a bit of a run? I think Bo Bichette, like, he was on fire. So they went 18 yeah. and 10. They had the most RBIs and 35 bombs in September. So they're capable of doing that. Obviously now, you know, Bichette's on the lineup. Chapman's on the lineup. Brandon Belt, we don't know when, when he's coming back. And it seems like, uh, you know, the Buffalo boys are, are doing their thing, man. You know some of these guys. You had David Schneider on the Gate 14 podcast. Uh, what do you make of what they're doing right now? Because, I mean... Babe Schneider is the nickname. Uh, at yeah. what point do we just have to say this is who Davis Schneider is? Uh, it it's I mean it's starting to get into that territory here. I mean at some point it's like you're going to say I'm not I'm not saying he's like a 1300 OPS hitter, but he's a good hitter. Yeah. I mean he's a great hitter, but and the Jays have a tough 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 decision to make here coming up because when Matt Chapman and Bobashek come back, how do you take out the guys that are the reason you're winning how do yeah. you take out ernie clement how do you take out david schneider how like how, how do you take out like even spencer horowitz was the reason they won last night obviously triple or double in the gap i it's a hard decision to make and matt chapman a guy hitting like 210 since may how do you justify putting this guy in the lineup over david schneider i, I know the defense i know all that type of stuff but 
at the end of the day, you need to hit. Like the defense can only take you so far. We have seen what this defense has done. One of the best defensive teams in baseball. The offense has to start showing up now. And Davis Schneider taking him out of the lineup doesn't look smart. Yesterday we got to see it in person, obviously. Ernie Clement is on the loose and he's playing decent, good defense. I guess you could slot him in at second, maybe when Boba comes back and put Witten left, but they, they have some hard decisions to make. And the, and the reason why this team is in a play is half a game out of a playoff spot is solely on the backs of the Buffalo Bisons players and the, and the bench guys like Biggio and Espinal. Yeah. I never thought I'd be saying that before, but no, that's but the reason at, this team is half a game You back. look at Schneider's numbers, Johnny, it's crazy. Since August 4th, 390, 507, 831, six home runs. Ernie Clement six and thirteen in Colorado. Spencer Horowitz obviously home run on Sunday and a massive you know game winning double the other day. Uh, and you're right. I mean John Schneider has some tough decisions to make, and you know he gets Schneider. John Schneider gets a, a lot of heat, especially on social media for some of his, some of his decisions. Going back to you know Kirk not pinch running Kirk, um, you know leaving David Schneider on the bench for as long as he as he did until he you know threw him back into the lineup. Do you trust in uh, the manager to make the right decision moving forward? Uh, he hasn't really shown me any reason to trust him. I mean, right. I, yesterday he pulls Brios at 84 pitches I, I, against the Oakland A's. He puts in Garcia, who has struggled his last. I think he's given up a run his last two appearances. No, I mean, he hasn't looked good. Keep, he keeps throwing in Garcia. A guy like Bowden Francis, I know Bowden Francis is one of my guys, but Bowden Francis has looked incredible all year, and he's been rotting on the bench in the past, like, three games. I mean, you could you can go to Bowden Francis there, who's looked really good. Um, I don't know what John Schneider has been doing. The non-pinch run of Kirk was the dumbest thing ever also. I, I don't understand that as well. But um, there's just so many head-scratcher decisions. Like, he pinch hits David Schneider yesterday in the ninth inning with two outs with no one on. Like, what <laughs> – what, what are you doing? What, what's the point of this? There's just no one in scoring position. And then you immediately take him out for Mason McCoy, albeit who scored a run, obviously, because he's very fast. But it's just some of these head-scratch decisions. Like, you think you would maybe need David Schneider in extras. Like, you think you maybe need him there, like, in that situation. It's just some of the stuff he does, I don't get if, like, people are telling him to do it or he's just doing it out of his, like, own instinct. But it's very dumb, some of the stuff he does. And we saw it last year in the wild card game, obviously. What's wild to me is, you know what, listen, the guy, he's still kind of learning on the job, right? He really still is kind of a rookie manager, and he's still learning how to figure out these things. And uh, to me, you know, moving forward, if the Jays do make a wild card, potentially the postseason, um, obviously issues with hitting up at, at, at certain points, sometimes issues with the bullpen. But I think everything really falls on John Schneider to make the right decisions. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you in the camp. Like, I can't, I can't really trust this guy moving forward. And it's unfortunate because the Jays have a, you know, phenomenal team, especially when they're healthy. Yeah, for sure. No, they do. I mean, this lineup should be good. <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not get well. Let's, let's not be get real. Like, if everything clicked, Johnny, if, if for once this season the bats and the pitching click together, I you can argue that you know maybe behind Atlanta they're probably the second best team in baseball. This would be this team would be absurd, man. Right. This team would be absolutely absurd if the if the bats and the lineup clicks together. Um, and luckily, we I don't know, we maybe have that in April, I guess you could say. In April, like that run they went on April, yeah. they're in first or top of the, they're like almost in first place. But uh, I just want to see this. I want to see them both click. I want to see a, I want to see an eight to one win. I want to see an eight to two win, 10 to one. Like, <laughs> I just want to see the bats and, and the pitching click for a longer stretch than just one game. I want to see an entire week, two weeks where just everything is clicking and the Jays are just going on this nice little run. Because you know they did it last year in September. They brought us all the way back in last September. 
So, and obviously with the Texas Rangers, how bad they have been. I mean, this yeah. team has went from leading their division, one of the best teams in the American League, to they shouldn't be a playoff team right now. They suck. So they got to take advantage of this type of stuff. They got to take advantage. They got five games left here. Massive, massive five games against the Oakland Athletics, who are terrible, and the Kansas City Royals, who are terrible. And then they got the Rangers coming to town next week, who have been really bad. So this is a massive week, man. I'm excited for it. And I just know this team, some somehow, some way, they are going to pull us back in and somehow finesse this second or third wildcard spot. I, I know what's going to happen. Dude, I hope so, too. I feel like it's crucial that they go into that Texas series ahead of Texas. I think that's so so crucial. I don't think they're going to sweep them, but listen, if you win that series while going in there with a couple games ahead of them, maybe one, um, yeah. they're going to put themselves in a good position. One more thing I wanted to ask you. you you've had a, a few players on the Gate 14 podcast. You know, Chris Bassett, I watched that interview. David Schneider, I, I'm not sure if you had anyone else on, but how do you know all these guys? Just through Fisher and official and through, like, mutual friends, but oh. a lot of the Gate 14 guys, like... Uh, Chris Bassett, Swanee, uh, David Schneider, Ernie Clement, um, all these guys just through social media, like they saw our stuff, they found us funny, or they threw some of our stuff in their team group chats and stuff like that, and they just followed us. Like Eric Swanson, I I, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't have any mutual friends with him. He just followed Gate 14, and then like we started DMing, and now we like text and FaceTime, and like he's one of my really good buddies. So um, yeah, it's just through the power of social media a lot of the time, but a lot of the guys, like the only guy that I've met on the Jays through like uh, the other podcast I used to do is Jano just through mutual friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But all the guys that we know now are just through gate 14. Like they just see our stuff and they like our stuff. And uh, they obviously see that going on our, going on our podcast and like interacting with gate 14 obviously helps their image as well. So um, yeah, they just been kind of noticing us through that type of stuff and just following us and then just DMing us and we DM them and we get them all that type of stuff. I love that, man. It's so surreal. I'm so happy for you guys too, man. You'd be able to to have that type of Thank connection you. with the players. And listen, even the the whole Johnny Sources thing. I don't know if you want to reveal how you're how you're breaking some of these stories. Oh, but listen, I don't know. People are, are following you, thinking, "Hey, maybe this guy's going to break a story now." I I do hate that, and I, I didn't attach my thing to the Paul DeYoung thing because our not Paul DeYoung the. Uh, Harrison Bader, I just wanted yeah. to just start. I, I, I'm trying to shift away from the Johnny Sources stuff because now people are legitimately thinking like I am like a suit and tie guy that's going to be like Darren Dreger breaking shit. <laughs> I just like, I, I mean, I just, I have a trustable source in the system that happens to know stuff before all the reporters know. Like, and a little background story. So Swanee texted me when I broke the Hag and Danner news and he said, you got to stop like breaking this right when you get it because no one on the team even knows what's happening. Like no one even knows who's getting sent down. So it creates a little bit of like a uh, tension in the locker room. Like yeah. who's getting sent down? Who's this? Who's that? Who's this? Who's that? So I, once he told me that I was like, oh, whatever, I'm just not going to, I just, I don't care for it anymore. It's like, it's funny at the time, but I just don't really have like the, the it, it's, it was funny, the four and O or whatever, but uh, I just don't really care for it anymore. And uh, the only time I'll break it, I guess, is maybe if, uh, Addison Barger gets called up because that'll be like massive news across Toronto media. But yeah, I just, it was fun while it lasted. It's just the source is just, he's really good. And I, the first one he gave me was Spencer Horwitz and it obviously hit. So, and he hasn't missed me since. So I, I, whenever he texts me, I'll maybe, I'll maybe uh, come out of retirement. I love that. But listen, retire on top, right? No one can, no one can come up the champ after you retire well, on no. top. <laughs> uh, Johnny, dude, I appreciate you doing this, man. Do you have anything that you want to plug before you get out of here? 
Yeah, you can see us on the socials. Uh, thanks for having me on uh, Johnny Junta on uh, Twitter. And by the way, people think my last name is spelled with two A's. I, that's just Twitter not giving me the domain for Johnny Junta with one A. Okay. Uh, I, like uh, Sports Interaction, obviously, when I did this, my last name with two A's. But yeah, no, it's not two A's at the end. It's just it's Johnny Junta uh, on all socials. Gate fourteen, Paul, on all the socials. You can find us there, and uh, we're gonna keep pumping out content. Obviously, this is this is crunch time now. We're streaming more. Uh, obviously, that's gonna lead to a little more sacrifices. I won't be able to go to as many games I'd like to because we definitely have to stream and uh, create the live reaction videos and stuff like that. So um, yeah, you can find us there. We stream every game on Gate fourteen podcast YouTube, and all of our podcasts are there. And uh, yeah, just. Let, let's have ourselves a, let's have ourselves a September, man. I mean, it's the best time of the year, man. You got the Premier League, you got NFL, college football, everything. So this is this is the best. This is the best time of the year. You support the Gunners, right? No, I don't support the Gunners. I just oh, I had God. a lot of money on them when they were facing Man United. I live bet them. So <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I saw, I support Spurs, and when I saw your tweet, you're like up the Gunners. I'm like, oh, I actually no. am thinking of joining the Spurs bandwagon. I do like I do like their skipper. Listen, uh, man. Celtic, li- right? I, listen. This, it's difficult. It's a difficult ride, man. It's it it's, sim- it's similar to the Jays, man. Bandwagon team, though. Yeah, I, I don't want to join like I don't want to join like Arsenal because Arsenal's already really good. Like I do like James Madison. I think he's incredible. I do oh. like I do like Son. So I, I do like the, the the Tottenham. Obviously, is the banter club. Everyone makes fun of them. I I maybe I might have to join the Tottenham. Uh, Hotspur's uh, bandwagon trip. Do it, man, because when we win, it's so much sweeter, dude, but we don't win often. So jump on right <laughs> now. Jump on right now until it, as long as it lasts. It's a good time. Uh, one more thing. I know you, guys got a, you guys got a bar night coming up, right? Yes, What's next Friday. If you want to come, let me know. I'll get you tickets for that. But uh, it is – it's sorry, next, not next Friday. It's this Friday coming up. I'm excited for it. I'm scared for it. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> you're gonna be a mess. It's gonna be, uh, it, I think we are. It's 150 people are gonna be going. 150 plus people. Nice. Uh, I'm scared. I, I, I'm scared. For, I, I, I am scared for it. Especially just a shit ton of Gate 14 listeners there. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of drinks flowing. So I don't think Taco Taco is ready for uh, what's coming. What's gonna be happening this Friday at 10 a, at 10 p.m. Sorry. Yeah, dude. Well, listen, uh, you deserve it. Congratulations on your guys' uh, success. I love you, dudes. I mean, you guys don't fake the funk. You guys are the real deal. And uh, Jays fans, I know for sure, appreciate you guys. So thanks for doing everything that you guys are doing and continued success, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's have ourselves September. All right, buddy. Talk soon. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Myself and Johnny Jinta, Gate 14 Podcast. Make sure you go check it out. Listen. Uh, follow Johnny on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, great guys doing great work for the Toronto Blue Jays and the Toronto sports media market. Okay, as I mentioned off the top of the show, scheduling update. We'll be dropping podcasts every Monday and Wednesday and Friday mornings, hopefully. This Friday we have a NFL Week 1 weekend preview. It would be myself, Justin Pooney, and Sean McCormick, producer Sean McCormick, jumping on the show. So we'll talk about that. We'll preview the weekend uh, that's coming up in the NFL. Also, moving forward, we'll be touching on a ton of NFL, obviously, with the season on the horizon. Uh, Blue Jays baseball. September baseball, MLB, postseason around the corner. NHL going to start up once again. We've got some Premier League as well. And obviously, as many guests as we can get on the show uh, to keep the Homestand Sports podcast going. So please stay tuned, listen, download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where Homestand Sports will be. I'm Albert Vartanian. This has been Homestand Sports. <music>